And some breaking news from the world of sports this afternoon. No, we don't know if Kawhi Leonard's staying or going. And no, we don't know if Mitch Marner is signing with the Leafs or not. Uh, those are still unknowns and will be until uh, the first of uh, next month. But there's word from ESPN this afternoon that the Tampa Bay Rays baseball team has received permission from Major League Baseball to explore a plan in when in which they would play early season home games in Tampa Bay and then the remainder of the year in Montreal. That's right. They would split the uh, team between Tampa Bay early in the season when things are a little too chilly uh, up here in the uh, north part of the country and then start playing the rest of their home games to be determined when, but uh, when the weather changes and it's a little nicer in Montreal. Now, the uh, plans in its early stages in the uh, Rays, they have apparently embraced this two-city solution as the most feasible way to save baseball in the Tampa Bay area after years of trying to get a brand-new stadium built there. And the return of baseball to Montreal, of course, which uh, lost the Expos, when they moved to Washington and became the Nationals back in 2005, has long been speculated, and there's been significant support among the uh, quote-unquote power brokers in the city including Stephen Bronfman, who is the father of a Charles, the Expo's original owner. So there's an appetite not only amongst baseball fans, but apparently by uh, those that can uh, write the check to bring baseball at least part-time back to Montreal. Let's uh, welcome in our buddy Mike Arsenault from Global News. He joins us to discuss further here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, Mike, good afternoon. And uh, first off, have you ever seen or heard of a plan like this where a uh, major sports team would kind of split its time between not only two cities but two countries? Well, the only comparable, Jeff, that I can think of is back to 2003 when the Expos left the first time. They actually played 22 home games in Puerto Rico, and really that signaled the death knell of baseball in Montreal. So I think this proposal is interesting from a Montreal baseball perspective and a terrible solution for a Tampa Bay baseball perspective. Uh, how so? Why is it bad for Tampa Bay? Well, I, the best analogy I can think of, if you're in a long-term relationship, you're not sure if you want to be with the person forever, and you suggest, hey, let's take a break and see other people for three or four months, it's just delaying the inevitable, right? Like, I, I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to save baseball in Tampa Bay, but the fan base isn't going to come out. They're going to see the writing on the wall that, okay, we're losing We're supposed to have 80 home games. We're losing half of those, so we're down to 40. And the point that I really don't get here is that Tampa Bay is still going to get a new stadium. So they're going to build a new stadium, which is something that's what they wanted. However, it won't be domed, and that's why they're going to play the later summer games in Montreal to get away from the oppressive heat and humidity in a, a Florida summer. But it just seems like they're delaying the inevitable for baseball in Tampa Bay. From a Montreal perspective, it's definitely interesting is that you can almost look as a, an appetizer to getting the team full-time a couple years down the road. Well, you know, this is interesting because, I mean, just look what's happened here in Toronto over the last couple of months with the Raptors, right? And uh, that, that's what you need. You need a loyal fan base and a community and a city and area that is really attached to your team and to your brand. And is either city, Tampa Bay or Montreal, going to get that when the team plays there part-time? Well, the only benefit I can see is if you look at the NFL, one of the reasons why the NFL is so popular and they can sell at stadiums is they only have potentially eight home games a year. So if you know there's only a limited number of games that you can see the team, you'll have a better chance of filling the stadium. And that's where I think baseball kind of runs into some issues. When you have 80 home games, we're seeing it right now with the Toronto Blue Jays. I mean, it is a poor product in the field. But people aren't going to go to more than one game because, oh, I can always see them next week or next month. 
However, if you split the 80 home games, 40 for Tampa Bay, 40 for Montreal, it becomes uh, a little bit more of a a hot ticket that people will want to check out the new team. So it could work from a uh, perspective in terms of the fans going through the turnstiles, both in Montreal and Tampa Bay. However, again, I think this is a, a benefit or an advantage for the Montreal fan base, and it's a negative for the Tampa Bay franchise. I mean, I guess the alternative is they lose the team altogether, but really I think that's what's going to happen here. It's almost like we're, we're just kind of testing the waters with Montreal, and at some point yeah. we'll get the full franchise. But, you know, is it a benefit short-term for Montreal? Because, you know, seemingly the fans there are very hungry for the return of Major League Baseball, but are they really going to come out for a team that's only there again part-time, uh, half of the time? Is it really going to be seen as their team? Or do you think that this is a bit of a savvy and a smart play on behalf of a Stephen Bronfman or whoever else is uh, behind a bid to get the Expos or baseball back in Montreal that you kind of dip your toe in the water, so to speak, and then when things, uh, as you uh, seem to believe, inevitably blow up in Tampa Bay, well, the team then just moves full-time to Montreal? Well, first of all, you're going to get a new stadium built in Montreal, and that's kind of really has been the major sticking point to getting baseball back in the city. So they get a new stadium, and I actually kind of like the split. So if you play April, May, June home games in Tampa Bay, where, again, it's not too hot and too humid, and then for the back half of the season, the dog days of August when you're in the pennant races and stuff, so you're thinking July, August, September, if those games are in Montreal, I mean, that's really the most exciting part of the season. So I think it could galvanize the fan base and get people out. But then the question is, well, what happens if the team makes the playoffs? So Montreal has had the game right. for July, August, September. Okay, see you later, guys. We're actually going to have the playoff games in Tampa Bay, who hasn't seen baseball in four months. It's just a, a very strange situation. But, I mean, I think you have to get creative when you're struggling like Tampa Bay has throughout their existence. You know, here's another problem. The playoff one is uh, that's a great example. That's uh, a big, big problem if they uh, make the playoffs. But uh, it's as simple as what do you call this team? I mean, what would you call them? That's a, a great question. I don't know. Like, do you keep it as the, the Tampa Bay Rays? I think it's, again, go back to the relationship analogy. You're kind of living separately. You want to get a new place or a new name for, for the two teams that you can kind of own together. So I think you'd have to kind of rebrand. There's some more money coming into the pocket if you have more merchandise. Of course, a new team name. It's going to be uh, interesting and attractive to people, especially for the first year. But, I mean, yeah, there's, there's so many uh, problems, uh, potential headaches to navigate before this actually comes to fruition. Yeah. But, again, I, I give both ownership groups some credit for kind of thinking outside the box. I just, I mean, for Montreal, again, I think it will be interesting. I think it will be beneficial for Tampa Bay. I think we're really just delaying the inevitable. Tampa Bay Expos or the Montreal Rays? What do you think? Montreal Rays sounds a little bit better. It's on the island, so we kind of have the, the, water, <laughs> the water terminology there. That might work. Well, also, I think here, here's another problem maybe they have or haven't uh, thought about is how do you attract players? Because, uh, I mean, if uh, you're a player that can kind of call your shot, I mean, do you want to go to a team where, like, half the year you're living in Tampa Bay and the other half you're, you're living in another country, in Montreal? But it could be a benefit, too, because, I mean, Montreal in the summer is beautiful, right? And you'll be there in the back half of the season. You're in Tampa Bay, which is great weather all year long. But then, you again, you avoid that summer heat and humidity that South Florida is known for. So from a player's perspective, I mean, right now you're living six months in one city. Now it would be three months. I think the big issue, if they switch back and forth two weeks in one city, two weeks in the other city, or month by month, I think this is the best way to do it. But, again, if I'm Tampa Bay – 
well, I guess they don't want the Dome Stadium, but if I'm a fan of Tampa Bay, I want some late-season games. I just don't want the, the April, May, June games. I want to see the pennant races that could potentially happen. I mean, Tampa Bay, for whatever you can say, are outside of the diamond. The product of the field has been very good for much of their existence, and that continues here in 2019. Yeah, well, you know, if I'm a player, you, you think about this. Uh, maybe you live, I don't know, let's pick a state, Arizona during the winter, and then you break for a spring training, and then you're in, uh, you know, Dunedin or wherever, uh, you know, the spring training facility. Then you go to Tampa Bay for a few months, and then after Tampa Bay, you got to move to Montreal. Like, you could be moving for your family four or five different times in a season. It's just... Uh, I don't know. It doesn't make sense and doesn't seem very attractive to me uh, for, for players. But, uh, you know, I'm with you. At least I will give them some credit for thinking out of the box. Although I have to wonder, and we'll get you out on this question, Mike, whether or not either of these cities is the ultimate solution, because you're talking about two cities that uh, were at least uh, were at least at one time were unable to uh, support Major League Baseball. Yeah, and I think this really is the test case for Montreal. They're going to get the new stadium. They'll get three months of baseball a year. And this is when the fan base... Uh, the baseball fan base in Montreal and Southern Quebec is really going to have to show up because if it's not the Tampa Bay franchise, this is really just a test for potentially a new franchise down the road or potentially another struggling franchise within Major League Baseball that would then be relocated to Montreal. But I think it's really going to come down to the support that not just from the fan base, but advertisers and media in and around Southern Quebec to really embrace the Montreal Rays or whatever we decide to call these this team uh, moving forward. All right, Michael, pleasure as always. Thank you for your time, sir. Thanks, Jeff. There goes Mike Arsenault from Global News. And, yes, very, very interesting news at a Major League Baseball this afternoon where the Tampa Bay Rays have received permission from Major League Baseball's executive council to explore a plan where they would play the early season in Tampa Bay and, yes, the back half, the later season in Montreal. Expos baseball, perhaps bringing baseball back to Montreal. We'll have to wait and see.